It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you, so... Let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please, won't you be my neighbor? Welcome aboard another adventure with the Coast to Coast team. This is Coast to Coast Live from the United States and from the UK. Amanda, I think you're on board there. I am here. Hello, my darling. Would you be my neighbor? Of course, Andy. Thank you. That song was dedicated to you. I thought so. See <laughs> how, how we bring the United States and the UK so close together on this show. And how you doing, Cornell? You're on board too, I believe, right? You're here? How you doing? All hey, right, Cornell. Hey, everybody, how you doing? You know what? You, song, Mr. Rogers, man. I used to watch that show all the time. You know? I wish I could say so, the same. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be my neighbor? Hey, listen, uh, we here on the Coast to Coast team, and um, specifically me, I went out. I want to investigate why exactly are Trump supporters – Trump supporters. You know, we talked about what is exactly about this guy, and uh, and I put together this little snippet that might explain some of it. Just 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 some of it. Hmm. What would it take for Trump to lose your vote? <laughs> nothing. There's nothing he could do to lose my vote. What if he stood in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shot somebody? Would you still vote for him? Absolutely. Please, won't you be my neighbor? got a tattoo on his forehead that said, sit here, ladies? Absolutely. What if he turned out to have a tattoo of a swastika on his shoulder? He probably does. And you would still vote for him? I mean, uh, I got friends that have swastikas on their arms, so, I mean, and they're cool. Please, won't you be my neighbor? What about living in Europe makes you uniquely qualified to say that immigration doesn't work? I was married to an Islamic man. Please, won't you be my neighbor. You know what? So what if he wants to grab pussy? I want to grab pussy. That's a no. I wish I could grab as much pussy as he has. Oh, grab it while you can, Trump. What? What is it? The pussy! Yeah. <laughs> grab it all while you can! I I Except a... I can't talk like that in front of my daughter. <laughs> oh, just, you just did. <laughs> things you say. Please, won't you be my neighbor? They still have better uh, lives here than they did back in Africa. 
Slaves, they had better lives here. And there are some that would argue that. You can look that up. Their descendants, the descendants of those slaves, have much better lives here than the descendants of people who would have never gotten on those slave boats in Africa. And that's a provable fact, you know, because we have given them all those freedoms. Please, won't you be my neighbor? It kind of just works together because there's a lot of controversy about Trump and there's a lot of controversy about the flag. I've yet to meet a racist Republican where I, where I live or with the people I work with with the party, or a homophobic Republican. What are the worst things about Democrats? Well, that you believe in all the wrong things. Like? Well, you know, you can marry anybody you want, and uh, it doesn't matter if it's another man or another woman or anything, and that's just against God's words, you know. And uh, pretty soon, I think they'll be there. I know I have so many friends that are love their dogs, and I think pretty soon, they're going to be trying to marry their dogs. One man's sexual assault is another man's uh, flirtation. Please, won't you be my neighbor? And there you wow. have it, folks. Yeah, any, any one of those wow. folks. Please be my neighbor. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Andy, yeah, after playing on clips, man, it makes me feel kind of strange now the way people think. I'm like, really? <laughs> There you have it. You know, that's... Um, I know what you mean, Cornell. I kind of feel the same way, you know? Yeah. Uh, times are changing so much, and so are people, right? I mean, the way people are responding to the world and everything that's going on. Ah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it, 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 is. It, it truly is. It truly is. Um, a quick, uh, you know, we have the debate coming up. Uh, immediately following the show, the uh, vice president debate with uh, Pence and Kamala Harris, which yes. we all look forward to, and that'll that'll be immediately yeah. following the show. We will not have it on the show, obviously, but I recommend everybody tune to your CNN or whatever your cable provider is, whoever's carrying it, and catch that debate. It should be a good one. It should be a real debate as opposed to the debacle of a of a, of a sham of a debate we saw with the uh, with Donald Trump uh, just a week ago. Um, I might want to add that uh, now, where we stand right now, um, if the election were today, in all likelihood, in all likelihood, and this is out of likely voters, not registered uh, voters, but likely voters, um, Joe Biden would receive 290 electoral votes and Donald Trump would receive 163. So uh, it looks very, very much, and there's some states that have, that have gone that were kind of question mark swing states before, uh, such as uh, uh, Indiana. Um, even Michigan, that looks like it's tending to, you know, trending to go more and more blue, and that's not even in that that 290 tally. You know, it's, wow. it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a light blue, but it's not, you know. So when you think about it, you know, even if we were to turn Wisconsin, you know, Minnesota's now looking very heavily. So he's he's probably going to, I bet he's going to do about 313. I've said that all along. Let's, it'd be interesting to see November 3rd if, if – I don't know what we're going to have November 3rd with all the mail-in and absentee ballots. But after yeah. this morning, after Trump's last, last hospital swing and COVID and declaring how he's better than this disease, it can, be, can beat it better than anybody, how it's, it's just like a cold and mm. it shouldn't harm anybody and don't worry about it, although 216,000 people have died just here in this country. But, hey, don't worry about it. Don't That's worry about it. That's, you know, it's fake you know, news, I'll, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. But, but here's the thing. Even if we – and we did this – God, a couple weeks ago, I'm thinking, we, I took out this electoral map, and I, I played um, jigsaw puzzle with it and swapped and said, what if this was red, this one blue, this one red, that one blue? 
And no matter how they slice it or dice it, although some some scenarios were closer than others, it still really showed Biden with the commanding lead, no matter how you look at this thing, unless it totally surprises everybody, which is possible. It is possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I feel, um, you know, and, and Trump gets up this morning and within hours puts out 50 tweets, 5-0, not 15, 50 tweets this 50. morning. 50? Yeah. Wow. Oh, everything from blaming the coronavirus on the Democrats to God knows what. I don't know. I have to go back. I don't even want to read them. I, I just, yeah, it's something else. It really is. But, you know, um, interestingly enough, um, I'm just going to do something here real quick. Minnesota blue. Let's see. Pennsylvania goes blue. Um, yeah, let's see. Florida goes blue. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. You know, it's going to be interesting. It's either going to be. Um, a complete wipeout. In other words, whoever shows up to the polls on election day, mm-hmm. it, it, the overwhelming result of that night put the put the mail-ins and the absentees away just for a second. Yeah. The, just just the response from the people who actually vote on election day could be so overwhelming in Biden's favor that whatever the mail-ins and absentees are. They are, unless it flip-flops, but I doubt that would happen because they're counting on a, on a very heavy uh, mail-in support from, from Democrats, uh, more so mm-hmm. than Republicans. That's what mm-hmm. they're saying. I'm not an expert in that matter, but that's what, that's what, that's what they're saying. Um, interesting, very interesting what's going on since Trump last – You know, we last, nobody's seen him since he took his mask off and put still on the balcony there. Um, yeah. Much like a, a dictator might do, you might see. You know, just, just unbelievable. Um, I want to talk about one. You know, we were had this. Uh, you know, we played a lot of little clips from the presidential debate our last show, and uh, Chris Wallace, of course, is a moderator of that debate. And we all know that. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it last show, but but uh, Trump interrupted either Chris Wallace or Joe Biden combined a total of 145 times. I mean, this interrupted. This came out and interrupted. So we're going to hear Chris Wallace. Uh, taking on Steve uh, Cortez, who is a Trump spokesperson, when they talked about that that event, that, that debacle event and, and Trump's interruptions, and also the fact that the first family took off their masks. The, the rules were you got to wear a mask, except the first family. But no, the only people who were, who were allowed not to have a, a mask by the Cleveland Clinic who managed this thing was Chris Wallace, Joe Biden, and Donald Trump. And the first family sat down and took off all their masks. The security came by and offered them masks. They said, no, thank you. And, you know, who were they to be about? And there wasn't, oh, and the, the excuse was, oh, but they were tested and they're okay. Well, it doesn't matter if you're tested or not. The rule and the law is you will not enter this facility without a mask. Well, they did. Let's see what Chris Wallace has to say about that later. No, that's not the reality. Look, everybody was tested before that event, as you well know. Uh, those of us who went first were tested by Cleveland Clinic directly. Everybody who gets on Air Force One for any trip on Air Force One is tested before they get on. Steve, it, it doesn't matter. matter. Steve, it doesn't matter. Everybody no. that was in that room was tested. Steve, everybody that was in that room was tested. And the Cleveland right. Clinic's regulation was it didn't matter. Everybody except and for the three of us on the stage was to wear a mask and people from the Cleveland Clinic came over and offered the first family masks, thinking maybe they didn't have them. They were waved away, and the Commission on Presidential Debates has issued a statement saying, from now on, if you don't wear a mask, you're going to be escorted from the hall. So forget this question of being tested Chris, beforehand. Everybody was tested you, beforehand. But no, I'm going to finish my question. 
everybody was told to wear a mask. Why did the first family and the chief of staff feel that the rules for everybody else didn't apply to them? Chris, we believe that masks are very useful. The president has worn them on many occasions, including visiting the hospital where he's now a patient when he was visiting as commander-in-chief as a guest to visit soldiers there. He wore a mask. So we believe in masks. We also believe in some element of individual choice. People were distanced, and they had been tested. Both of those things were true in that no, convention Steve, hall. No, Steve, they weren't and distanced, and there were rules, and there was no, there was they, no freedom of choice. I, they broke the rules. I was there, I was there like no, you were, and they Steve, were distanced. Wh why those did they break the rules? were not close together. Look, those chairs were not close together, and again, we also believe that people It doesn't can matter, Steve. The rules from the Cleveland Clinic choices. were close together, Steve, and the rules okay. from the Cleveland Clinic were everybody wears you know, a mask. Why didn't Chris, they? Chris, the way you're starting to harangue me now actually reminds me of what you did to the president during that debate on Tuesday night. When oh, he yeah, debated, I, the, he, not I just harangued Joe, him. No, and then he had, to, he had to debate not just Joe, Joe Biden, but you as well. You were not a neutral moderator then. I don't mind tough questions. I welcome you know how much, reasonably tough questions, but what I don't think is okay is for you to become the effective opposition to the president, okay? And those, everyone there was it, tested it, in it, the crowd. They were distanced from each other. People can make reasonable decisions for themselves. State, no, they actually, they can't. They're the rules, and they'll be kicked out next time. Steve, let me just simply say, the president interrupted me and the vice president 145 times, so I object to saying I harangued the president. I know it's the talking point. That was Chris Wallace. Yes. Wow. I'm stunned by the fact that he just said that, he, you know, as a moderator. <laughs> I think, you know, he's a great job as a moderator, and yeah. President did interrupt that many times. That's. I, I'm sorry, guys. That's. Uh, you're, you're right. So, uh, Amanda, what's going on over there in the UK? Tell <laughs> hey, us about what's up in your. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, your voice sounds like it has helium in it. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Amanda. Are, are, are you trying to do my trick over there? Oh, uh, you know what. <laughs> We represent the lollipop. Hey, no, hey, 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 did you want to sound like that? I was like, is that a, is that? I, I, I was about to. I, I was. I heard it, but I wasn't going to say anything. But it does sound a little bit on the helium side. Does it really? Oh my god. Okay. So let me present the news to you from the UK. There <laughs> we go. There we go. We should do the whole show like that sometime. We just we can work on that. All right. So what's going on over there? Oh, well, you know, as you know, COVID is a huge thing here, and uh, it wouldn't be right if I didn't at least cover some of it because it is 90% of the news. So we've had some issues going on over here with uh, 16,000 um, COVID cases that went unreported in England. Um, those who were tested positive were told of their results, but their close contacts were not traced. And um, the contact should have been tracked down within 48 hours and that's what experts um, recommend um, so the mistake was down to some sort of technical error which was caused by a uh, Microsoft Excel data file exceeding the maximum size after being sent from the NHS test and trace mm. uh, with our health system test and trace to the public health of England so there was a lot of cases, like I think it was 15,841 cases between 25th of September and 2nd of October that were left mm. out of the UK daily case figures. Mm. So there's a lot of stress um, around that, as you can imagine, people um, sure. stressed out about that, you know. And a lot more schools as well are having um, outbreaks. Um, I think the total now is up to 298 pupils and 279 staff in schools across 
um, I think it's Wales and possibly England that were tested mm. positive the virus. And of course, the the testing um, is still very limited. So there are still a number of students, a record number of students off school still, and mm -hmm. teachers are being able to attend the schools because of this, this whole lack of testing. And it's very, very crazy. And so, yeah, the, the cases uh, are rising dramatically. Uh, we're mm. up to now 14,162. That was uh, checked today with another 70 deaths announced. And so um, the Prime Minister and Parliament, <clears throat> excuse me for my crappy voice, mm -hmm. um, they are discussing further restrictions. We're not quite sure what that is for England. I know Scotland, have, um, they've made it so that pubs and restaurants um, are to close because of the surge of virus mm. cases there. So, again, you know, it's all heading for a national lockdown. Whether that will all fall back, uh, the rises in the cases, I don't know. Um, yeah. We shall see. We shall see yeah, about the, that. Yeah. The trend there, uh, the 14-day trend, last, you know, last two weeks, even when we spoke, is, is rising up. I mean, it's gone straight up like a hot air balloon. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you said 14,162 new cases, yes. and, and, they, um, and they include people who... You know, of this over the last what 28 days or so, I think last month, the last yes. um, the total amount of confirmed cases in the UK is almost you know it's over 544,275. Yeah, confirmed cases. Uh, yeah. 42,515 people have died. You know, I, it's funny. I was at the hardware store early this morning, just so you know. Anyway, as I was okay. saying, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you pick anything good? <laughs> Oh, great, Andy. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Store. Moving on with the news. No, anyway, I was at the hardware store this morning, and I was looking at the Christmas decorations already up all over the place. Christmas sale. It's unbelievable. And we've got right? 216,000 people have died. That's more than the last five years of the flu um, combined. And, and that's 216,000 people who were living and maybe buying some of these Christmas decorations one year ago today. Who died? Wow. And, and and Trump is saying, you know, I just can't, I just cannot fathom how how anybody's buying the leadership in this country as as being satisfactory in how this was handled. Uh, and we played, we yeah, go ahead. Sorry, please continue. But we we played clips on the show of Donald Trump acknowledging February 9th that he knew how deadly this was, how he knew it didn't discriminate regarding age groups and knew that it was mm. airborne and more deadly than the common flu, and this is a bad one, uh, February 9th. And then he goes on and, and beats his chest to say how he closed down transportation from China, which wasn't totally true, but anyway, and how that saved millions of lives. But he knew February 9th, and just think if February 10th he had gotten on a loudspeaker or, you know, figuratively, and said, uh, we we have got to get masks for everybody. You know, the storm is coming, and we got to prepare for it. You know, um, and yeah. and here's what you know. Let's let's get your mask. Let's get them. Stay inside. Wash your hands. All the things we could have possibly done in February, which was yeah. no testing, no anything. Stay inside. Don't you know? Get a mask of some sort. And and I'm I'm thinking. I mean, I think it's a fact that tens of thousands of people who have died would have been alive if those same people knew about this thing in February. Right. Yeah. And, and also th thousands of more, thousands of more, thousands and thousands of more who yes. have ventured outside and did things and, and, and went to 
parties and went to Trump rallies and other things where people are, are, are shoulder to shoulder without masks, without protection, yeah. who, who, including Herman Cain, who uh, have uh, gotten sick and sick and died. Uh, it yeah. just, you know, and, it's a, and you know, I see these Christmas decorations. I'm like, how, how can anybody be happy? How, how, can you, how, can you, how can you look at Christmas with 216,000 people who recently died from this thing? Yeah, I know. It is going to be a very different experience this year for, for all of us. Um, it's painted dramatically, and, mm-hmm. I think, you know, this, this, this is going to be an experience that even we'll be hopefully moving on from this in, in a, a positive way. Yeah. That will be an experience that we'll never forget and hopefully never forget in a sense of keeping us grounded and... Uh, appreciative of what we already have and what we've been through and what what lays ahead of us. Um, I, I I don't know, Andy. It, it's very crazy. I mean, in in a, a, a news conference um, when the prime minister was um, asked, "Is Christmas cancelled this year?" and he said, "Well, I can't possibly answer that. We don't know what lay ahead, but um, they're trying to do everything they can to tighten everything here without crippling." everybody's living and mm. um, it's very difficult, very, very difficult yeah, and, you know, I know people could have the same argument with Trump and he's trying his best but guys, I mean come on, from from, from this side of the pond, the way you see things happening mm-hmm. there it's, it's mm-hmm. very crazy and I'm very grateful for what, for what Boris Johnson's doing and uh, I know there would be a huge amount of uh, people in the UK who would disagree with me with that, and that's absolutely fine. You know, everybody's got their own yeah. take. This well, and, compared to what we, the leadership we've had here, he's doing an exquisite job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think what you just said is very important. I love the word you used. It's exquisite. the way he worded it. He's doing a He's a top gun, right? <laughs> But you know what? Common opinion here seems to be that as soon as they found out Trump had this virus and that he came back, everybody was like, oh, my God, he's trying to be the hero. He's trying to show that, you know, he's the leader of the world because he beat this thing and he's something big. And I'm like, that's how it appears. It really is how it appears. Mm, yeah. I, I want, what um, is, the, is the opinion of Boris Johnson, is he highly regarded or is, is it, like you said, a, pretty much a mixed bag? Is it? Is it... I think... It's very much mixed feelings here, especially with him trying to do this whole Brexit deal as well, because that was he stepped in at such a, uh, a crazy time when everybody else was mm-hmm. stepping down and not doing what the people asked for. Now he's trying to do what the people asked for, and he's being criticised for a lot of his moves, that he's trying to keep the UK in a safe and productive place. And, um, you know, everybody can have their opinion on that and, and their own feelings, how it's affecting their lives and... and so mixed feelings, mixed feelings. Yeah, it's it's it, but it's it's a, it's a more pleasant environment there politically than it is here in the United States for sure. I'd like to say yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I haven't been <clears throat> where you are in your country experiencing the things that you guys are experiencing, and so I can only view things as an outsider and not truly appreciate what you you experience daily, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, from this side of things, I guess it, you know, it definitely does seem like that, and I feel for all of you over there. I really do. Mm. Yeah, you know, in the United States, we were talking about what the UK numbers are in the United States. The uh, 
We're at 7,773,173 cases. Wow. 200, almost 217,000 deaths. Probably by the end of this program it will be. Right now it's 216,705 people have died. Yeah. And, uh, and by tonight it probably will reach 217. And uh, 4 million, almost 5 million people have recovered. So 7, 7 million cases, um, 4 million 975 have recovered. Um, you know, it, it's, there's, there's, there's about 4,975,000 people have been diagnosed, hospitalized, and discharged. Yeah. So, so the number, you know, it's 216,000 to 7,773,000. Well, you know, that, there's that argument. Well, in 97% of the cases, people don't die. But it's just kind of interesting. I'll backtrack just a second. Because, I would be, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, the, People who have had this and just quarantined, never needed hospital care, just kind of took care of it, took took medicines that re- would remedy somewhat or mask the symptoms so they feel better and they get over it. But these same people have neurologic issues, they have breathing issues, they, and some say, experts and physicians say, these uh, issues might last, you know, they might go on for quite some time, if, yeah. you know, possibly forever. You know, we don't know yet. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I would be very intrigued know or hear from people that have experienced the virus on a mild level so that mm-hmm. you have some sort of comparison to how Trump is playing this because for him to say, oh, it's nothing to worry about, you know, he's not truly expressing his true feelings about this. I think he's putting on mm-hmm. a front in some way to make him look like he's a powerful man in all of this. And if he's not given the full picture of, of how it truly made him feel, I would love to hear from people who've experienced it so that we know what it's like to have those mild symptoms to compare yeah. to the way he's playing this off. I would as well. And a number here, uh, the Coast to Coast Show, to uh, join our conversation, we'd love to have you on board. It's 515-605-9888. 515-605-9888. And... Uh, Feel free to send us, uh, you know, join the show. You can just listen in on the phone if you'd like to. Um, but we'd love to have you on board for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody's welcome. And the, um, hey. So how you been, Cor- Cornell? What's going on? How's, been, how's, you know, I, I, sorry. Go ahead, Andy. Now, how's it going there in Philadelphia or that area? Delaware? It's, it's, You're somewhere it's, there. It's, yeah. It's the same the same thing all over the world, but I, I've been kind of sad, you know, the past couple, I mean, few days because one of my favorite groups, um, guitarist Eddie Van Helen passed yesterday. Yeah, right. And that really, that really took, because I always, David Lee Roth, Van Helen, I always idolized David Lee Roth, and um, that was one of my favorite groups, and just to, you know, hear that he passed. Thank you, um, Amanda, for letting me know. Well, that's okay. He was an insane yeah. guitarist, right? Well, I mean, you know, I'm okay, singer. but you know, he was a very, they was very legendary. Oh, he yeah. was very legendary. I'm sorry. He was very cute as well. I've got to say. Yeah. <laughs> Sixty-five years old. Yeah, a guitar yeah. legend. And just yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, we were, uh, you know, uh, Cornell and I were talking. I don't know yesterday or today about, you know, we're rushing to get this vaccine. It's a different 
totally phenomenal. I know that. But when you look at what we've done, even this vaccine is not coming anytime real soon, despite what the muscle Trump uh, tries to um, exercise to the CEOs of the pharmaceutical companies. This thing is not going to be around the corner. Uh, but when you think about the progress that has been made in developing a vaccine that might work, uh, and the, the energy and the money and the research and the scholarly, you know, approach to this whole thing by the professionals who do it, um, and there we have, you know, cancer. And God, what if what if we were to, as as a world were to say, let's figure out what this is all about and and save more lives. Let's let's come up with something that can that can curb the cancer rate, you know, and, yeah. and you know, like we're like we've done with heart disease over the years, you know, and yeah. um yeah, but, yeah, it's sensible, haven't we, with everything, whether it's cancer or, or this, you know, yeah, all the facts of all these all these things that can cause the issue or expose us to the issue, and try to take responsibility for our own lives, you know, yeah, and yeah. effectively helping others in the process. I'll tell you what, if people, uh, you know, I think diet, I think this, I think diet has a whole lot to do with everything. Nobody bakes a cake as tasty as a tasty cake. Now, if more people <laughs> ate tasty cakes, we'd have a much healthier world. Well, probably a happier one as well. Oh, <laughs> my God. Or, 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 or maybe not a healthier one. I'll settle with happier. I'll take happier. I'll take it. I think by you playing that, you, you, I think you're trying to remind me. <laughs> I am. Oh, you know what? You know what? Yes. Oh. Definitely, definitely, you know, definitely this weekend. I promise. Um, I'm chomping at the bits, Cordell. Thank you, thank you. And, and Amanda, Amanda, that was for me, actually, not for the um, listeners. That was for me. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down but, here. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so, um, what else is in the news? Well, over here? Um, yeah, over in, in, in the UK. In the UK. Trump is all over the headlines with his whole uh, recovery. <laughs> He really is, and, you know, everything that he's been going through, they, they tracked his progress going right through to the time he became sick, wasn't in the hospital, coming out of the hospital, you know. I saw the video of him coming out and standing on the balcony and taking off his mask and raising his, his hand to his head. And he looked like he had some breathing issues. I'm not yes, going to lie. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, but, he, um, he does. As yeah. matter, he does. When you hear him speak, he does. Right. I agree. I agree. Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't agree. care. You can play that off. Anyway, we've already talked about that. But, yeah, so that, that, that is all over the, the headlines at the moment. And, of course, the anticipation of uh, Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, the debate, should sure. be interesting, yes. guys. Yes. Uh, to me, Trump is, like, the best PR person I've ever seen in my life. He's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gosh, whoever his marketing department is, oh, my Gosh. I've got to say, and I apologize, UK listeners, um, if you don't agree with me, um, but a lot of people that I have spoken to about Trump, the common opinion is nobody likes him. Yes, and I think... Yeah. Yes. 
I, 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 I am in agreement. And you know, and a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I was um, thinking, you know, I was a little nervous. You know, um, I was a little nervous. Uh, you know, even though all the polls, all the maps, all the discussion, all the criticism seemed to be, you know, don't don't worry about it. This this, this disaster of a president will not be reelected. But I was still kind of, uh oh. You know, they were saying that when Hillary Clinton ran against them as well yeah. four years ago. Uh, yeah. But the but her lead, although there was a lead uh, and she was projected to win, and obviously didn't. She never had such a commanding lead as. Uh, Joe Biden does, and not only that, not only a commanding lead, but a commanding lead um, within demographic arenas or marketing areas, geographic regions that Joe Biden is enjoying. These great big uh, arenas <coughs> that include most a lot of women uh, yeah. who voted for Trump are now going to vote for Biden. So I think, and especially after this last episode and his performance on the debate stage, I'm actually kind of feeling we got this. Yeah. I'm thinking we. I'm thinking we got it. I'm thinking right. we got it. You know what we got to do, Cornell, Amanda. You know what we got to yeah. do? Yes. Yeah. We, we're going to stand. But I don't know if we're scheduled to do a show on election day here in the U.S. Is a Tuesday. I think we should do a special on yeah, be- election. Yes. Yes. Definitely. But I also, what I also think we'll do is, um, and maybe we'll do that special. We'll kind of schedule it more towards. It might even work better for Amanda because it'll be later in the morning for you. Um, Election, polls close here at 8 p.m. No matter what time zone you're you're in, mm. so eight, 8 o'clock New York, 8 o'clock California. And there okay. might be what I what I, what I was going to say is so that what I was going to say is maybe after somewhere between that three hour gap between New York and Los Angeles, we come on we 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 do a show like right some somewhere along. Um, election evening and maybe callers would want to call in and, and, and share uh, how they voted if they care to, what they think the outcome's going to be, how they feel about the yep. outcome, what it, what it is at that time, if there is an outcome at that time. And I think it would, I think it would be great for us to come on and, and do a show um, on election night. That would be great. And, and yeah. that's, we'll, we'll, we'll let them call in and how they feel, whoever is the next president, why, or, you know, how they feel. Yeah. yeah. They it's like spikes. Yeah. 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 I like the idea. Hey. I like the idea. That sounds good. We'll yeah, we're seeing. I mean, if you, if you, oh, yeah, let's count on that. We'll, we'll schedule a time. We'll let everybody know when it's already done. The schedule time is already done. <laughs> and, and, and of course, we know also, we've talked about this numerous times, that most people listen to this show uh, as a podcast, not as a live in, you know, live in. Listen to me, a call in live show. Um, <laughs> So, you know, that could be, you know, that, that particular show could have a life afterward that could, could extend out quite a ways as well. Yeah, because of this. definitely. Hey, Andy. Yes. Sorry. Did you tell the listeners? Can you tell the listeners? Well, we could tell the listeners. On Friday, is going to be Conspiracy Fridays. Yes. That's, that's ah, right. Yeah. That's Amanda. She came up with that's this gonna be a lot of idea. Think. What do you think, guys? Friday, we're going to talk about Studio 54. Yeah, that's a disco Ooh. era when everybody had. No, I'm, I'm not long... what? I'm sorry. What? Not Studio 54. Area 51. Area, area 51. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where his mind is in all this. <laughs> yes. Well, back in those times, they did look like aliens. So you know. Oh, sorry well, about that. <laughs> 
Studio 57. <laughs> yes, Studio 57. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, not, what's it called again? Area 51? Area 51, Area 51 yeah. <laughs> Studio 57, Area 59. What? You know, uh, we're going to talk about that. Well, on, we're going to have a Conspiracy Friday, and, and that's great if, if callers want to, you know, chime in on what their favorite conspiracy theory is, and we could talk about um, what do they call it? A nine 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 A nine anonymous, whoever what's it called there? <laughs> anonymous <laughs> caller. <laughs> anonymous caller. It's Conspiracy Friday on Coast to Coast Live. 5 p.m. Pacific time. Don't miss it. Love it. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't wait. See, that right there is a conspiracy, too. (laughs) That's that's really from um, Studio 57. (laughs) (laughs) It can be found everywhere. That's a real conspiracy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you guys, yeah. You know what the truth is. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Well, I'm about to tell you the truth. God damn it! So shut up. The truth is, um, <laughs> the, the, the the truth is actually. All right, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right, now give me a break, will you? Jesus, no respect at all. You know what I mean? God. I, I, forget, what I, gonna, I forget what I was going to say. What was I going to say? You remember? The truth. Okay. I was going to talk about if you scan, uh, as you scan the national headlines, the papers across the country, from from secondary market uh, regions to major cities, major market, uh, major uh, demographic regions uh, with large ADIs, um, you find all the headlines. Like Amanda was saying, uh, over in the UK, it's all COVID and Trump, and here, uh, it, it's it's just overwhelming. Every headline, every paper, every headline, every paper. Um, yeah. In in Chicago, in Illinois, two thousand six hundred thirty new cases, forty two deaths in the last couple of days in in Illinois, in Chicago, and and that that's typical. Those numbers are going to vary, but the headline story is the same no matter where you go in the United States, no matter what city you go into, no matter what paper you read. You know, what happened to little Joey in Little League hit a home run? You know what I mean? Not enough positive either. I mean, there's, there's a lot of positive mm. things that happen in this world that people, you know, they don't, they don't focus on that or look for it because we're so used to having the – the media drip feed to us all these negative scenarios and, and things playing out mm-hmm. in the world. And there's so much good that happens out there, and it's just not reported. And I think it would help a lot more people if it were. Yeah, I want to hear stories like this. You know, give me some AVN news or something. You know what I mean? Give me some. Uh... I like my tips like to be held, and I like to, like, you know, so I can still move back and forth and, you know, work <laughs> oh. it, like twerk it. <laughs> you know what? Like, yeah, stuff like that. Like, twerk it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I, that's what I want to be talking about. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. I'm sure there'll be many people who'll be intrigued with that one. <laughs> yes, I think we will have conspiracy, 
conspiracy. Conspiracy Fridays and yes. AVN News on Monday. The adult uh, <sighs> video music awards there. Yes. 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 Yeah. That <laughs> Monday. I, I got a conspiracy about... theory. I have go a conspiracy ahead. theory. On tomorrow's um, show. Tomorrow's show. What? No, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> what? What is Pepsi and Mountain Dew made out of? Wait a minute. What is Pepsi and Mountain Dew? It's a conspiracy made theory. Of. What are they made okay. of? Okay. Uh, I think I can get. Hmm. Yeah. Pepsi. I don't, I don't know. Wait a minute. I, I think I'm. I think. I, I've heard this before. I've heard this before. Wait a minute. Um, I know there's water in there. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking some more. Um, TikTok, 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 TikTok. I give up. Woman, man, woman, man. <laughs> camera, TV. Y'all want to know the answer? Yes, please. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know. Okay. It tastes good, though, right? Yes, my favorite Mountain Dew. I, I drink that every day. But they say if you drink Mountain Dew so much, you get, you know, prob- problems, yeah. uh, stones, or something like that. Any stuff, something. I think that's nothing on Mountain Dew. I'm sorry. Apparently, carbonated drinks in general can cause a lot of kidney stones and a lot of issues. Yeah. Not good. In, in, ten, in 10 minutes' time, the 2020 vice presidential debate will kick off. And that happens at 9 p.m. Eastern time. The yeah. first and only general election vice presidential debate. We always know every presidential election, they only have one VP debate and recently been having three presidential debates. The candidates will be separated by plexiglass barriers preventing each either one of them from being heard. It'll be the cone of silence. Wow. Yeah, so you won't hear either one of them. Okay. You'll just have this plastic, you know, plastic dome that's over each one of them, so we will not be able to hear what they have to say. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. You go sit there and watch them, like, mouth the words, but you won't hear anything. You, you, uh, come on, what's the sense of having it? <laughs> I mean, we can do that on this show. Everybody, let's do what they're going to do. And the whole, everything's quiet. <laughs> because, because of the presidential debate, they're going overboard with this debate. Let's just put a plastic shield over both of them. You want to hear what they say and call it a day. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I thought of that idea. All right, next. Um, Andy, you didn't um, hear me? I just talked to you. Oh, it was quiet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the cone of silence. Um, the uh, and also what you might want to do is uh, if those of you who you know, there might be you know I know there's Trump supporters who listen to the show and we we've, we've said before we value their opinion as much as anybody's opinion. It's your opinion for God's sake, and of course we value it and we want to hear it. But we happen to think that Trump is the most dangerous president or, or dangerous leader of any continent on the entire history of the world. I don't care if you like him or not. That's our opinion. I hold true to that opinion. And if you disagree, we want to hear about it, and we respect it. So don't, you know, 515-605-9888. But uh, we know that Trump folks, for the most part, think that CNN is fake news. It's not. They, you know, 
anyway, that's another story. But um, CNN, um, as much as any media source, uh, does hold candidates accountable by pointing out what's true and what's not. And that goes for both sides, by the way, not just, you know, you know, it goes for both sides. So uh, CNN is going to have a fact check and context of the debate. So you can go to CNN.com and while the debate is on, which starts in just a few minutes and um, and see what see the fact checkers in action and expect to hear some things from Kamala Harris um, which will not be accurate. I don't know about outright lies. And I expect the same, which couldn't be said about Donald Trump. I expect the same from Mike Pence. I think Mike Pence is a very respectable, very honorable guy. He's a guy who, who would typically, let's say he was president. Let's say he ran instead of uh, Trump and he won in 2016. Uh, there would be many, many, many who completely disagree with his ideologies, his platform, what his, his beliefs in terms of where we should be as a nation. But you, one thing you cannot do is say that he's not a real good, respectable, honorable guy, ethical guy. He really is mm-hmm. and can't say the same thing about his boss. So it's going to be a good debate. My, my take on this debate is I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be informative. I think it's going to be factual, more so than, than the last Abolica was. Um, and the audience right now I don't know if some of you might be watching this right now, but the uh, audience is starting to trickle in, and the uh, Kingsbury Hall and the uh, University of uh, – where is it being held? Down in Miami. Utah, in Utah. I'm sorry, the presidential debates in Miami. I was just so corrected. But uh, <laughs> down in uh, – what are they doing there? Puerto, Puerto Rico there. Um, but the um, – the spectators are going to be seated in two different areas. They'll be separated. They will all be wearing masks. Anybody who does not wear a mask will be escorted out. I don't care who they are. Um, and there will be a small group of chairs set up on the floor of the debate hall for the VIP guests directly in front of the stage, and you'll see those. Those chairs are distant from each other, and the occupants of those chairs will be wearing masks. In the balcony of the hall, the general audience is going to be seated by student ushers wearing rubber black gloves and standard surgical-style masks that everyone in the debate hall is required to wear. Yeah. So, the, um, so we look forward to the debate. And, again, it starts in, in 10 minutes. So I think what we'll do is, is you know, I want to get prepared to watch it. And I, and I think, Amanda, you're going to watch it there, right, in the U.K.? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and Cornell, you're going to be uh, watching it there? I think Cornell probably already left. I already have the so popcorn. We're going to do now. Uh, we're not going to leave you quite yet, although we'd love to leave you. Uh, we're not going to quite yet. Uh, <laughs> we've been hey looking guys, forward to saying goodbye are, ever since we got on. But we're not, we've got to play these messages right before we get off today. We have a couple closing uh, um, closing arguments to say as well after these commercials. We'll be right back. Yes. Get your Kona, if you haven't tried a Kona beer, then you you owe it to yourself. Yes, go to your go to your local distributor or Total Wine Store. Ask for it by name, Kona beer. You can't go wrong, no matter which one you try. They're all fabulous. So anyway, sorry, we're gonna we're gonna be if we if we bring you in if we get to do the AVN convention live, which I'm still hoping to do in January. We'll see where things sit, of course, regarding the virus, but. Um, we're going to try our best to get to do that show live and and have you come to our broadcast, Amanda from the UK. That would be just yeah. Everybody gets to meet Amanda, and, and we'll meet Amanda in person, and and, and she'll be signing yeah. autographs. 
And you'll be able to ask Amanda any question you like. Anything. And she will know the answer in 10 seconds or less, or she's going to give you a big kiss. Hey, guys. Yes. <laughs> I'll make fun of the mask on. Right, please. No, that's fake news. Don't wear a mask. Yay! But anyway, oh, folks, so, so the debate is going to start in a few minutes here. Um, it'll be an interesting, it'll be an interesting uh, um, show showdown between uh, Kamala Kamala Harris and um, and yeah. Mike Pence. And you know, my 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 here's my uh, my words on that. Uh, Kamala Harris is a very experienced, astute prosecutor. She was the DA for the state of, attorney general for the state of California. Um, she's been, you know, in many, many courtrooms, tried many, many of cases. Um, very experienced. It can, um, is a fabulous orator and can articulate like it's nobody's business. And my feeling is, given the fact that this presidential election is putting on stage two, no matter who wins, of the oldest presidents ever elected in our history, the VP candidate this time around is vitally important, perhaps more so than any other election we've ever had in the nation's mm-hmm. history. Yeah. Um, you know, we're looking at a president with a COVID-19 who is overweight. We're dealing with a, a the Democratic candidate, Joe Biden, who's had some issues, had uh, some benign uh, brain surgeries, and uh, you know he's a very healthy guy. Don't get me wrong; I'm not putting anything out there. He's he's very healthy, but but you know, and he, age and pre previous issues on both sides make them just a little bit more you know, coupled with their age again, make them a little more vulnerable than uh, vulnerable than than uh, previous presidents, and that's why these vice presidential candidates. Um, you know, we, we have to look at them through a different eyeglasses, I think, than maybe we have previously uh, regarding the VP debate. Um, my personal opinion, Kamala Harris, uh, part, uh, you know, African-American, Indian woman, um, man, person TV, uh, will be the time, I swear. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, yes. Yo, you like addicted to that um, <laughs> audio. <laughs> hey, Andy, can I ask you a question? You, no, but go ahead. No, ask anyway. Go when, ahead. When you when you go to the bathroom, do you play that audio? Because you. See, you <laughs> Come on now. I'm kind of concerned why you chose that question. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to know. <laughs> yeah, wait, what's the deal with what's this? What's this? Uh, yes. Donald Trump is a very bad human being. Do you agree with that? Yes, I do. Yes. Anyway, um, you know what's so funny, guys? After Trump loses November the third, we still gonna be talking about Trump. You know that? Oh. Yeah, well, I think he's gonna be news for a long time, right? If he does, if he does lose, if Trump does lose, um, the entertainment industry is going to know what to do. We'll have a blank, 
you know, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, the, the impersonators, the, the comedians, the late night monologues. I guess you know Biden mm-hmm. will be pretty fun, you know. But be um, interested in seeing what he's produced for be. Biden. Yeah. 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 It'll be interesting. <laughs> it'll be interesting. But anyway, so uh, Mandy, you go, are you? I know it's uh, what almost uh, what uh, two o'clock in the morning. You're almost. Yeah, it's creeping up. It's creeping up. So is the is the uh, Debate going to be um, on there. Of course, it will be live. Right? Are you going to watch it? Or are you going to get head to bed? No, I'm going to try and catch it. I'm going to try okay. and catch it. Like, Great. See what happens. Cornell, you're going to be watching it, right? I don't have no choice. <laughs> you have to actually. It's your homework. I have to. That's your I homework. Have to. Uh, we'll be. We'll be. Uh, we have the, our uh, conspiracy show on Friday. Maybe what yes. we'll do. Maybe uh, tomorrow I might go ahead and run some uh, of the clips, or maybe we'll do that Friday. We'll see. Either way, we we'll have a re- you know how we do Tuesdays and Thursdays. We'll either have a recorded show for you at normal time, or we'll go live, um, and uh, we'll see how that you know how tomorrow breaks out for that. But regardless of what we do tomorrow, folks, um, we'll be with you on another live show, Conspiracy Friday on Friday. Um, which is also free form Friday, so you're free to talk about any conspiracy theory that you care to at uh, at five o'clock Pacific time here on Block Talk Radio on our numbers five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. Any parting thoughts that you'd like to share with our listening audience, Amanda, there in the UK? Uh, not really, guys. You know, just the usual. Uh, I want everybody to be safe, and um, you know, as, as much as we do talk about Trump, you know, we always want to see him well. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we appreciate everything that he does. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. he he's in the spotlight because he's president and we don't always agree with what he's doing. So, um, you know, this is just our opinions and the news and, and everything like that. So um, we always appreciate your feedback as well. Mm-hmm. So thank mm-hmm. you for listening. I think what you just said is very important. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. I do agree with Trump regarding this. Uh, I actually uh, like women much more than I like men. Yeah, so I'm right there. You know, that's what I have to say. So, Man, <laughs> woman, hammer, TV. No, I think you got it wrong. You missed that child. Push the button. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> it's, 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 uh-oh. What is the cognitive? It's wom- person, woman, man, camera, TV. Ah, uh, there was no person. Person, person, woman, man, person, woman, man, man, camera, person, TV. 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 Huh? Let's all sing along now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Folks, listen. Enjoy the debate tonight. We'll all be uh, thinking of you. Uh, and we will requesting um, that you all have a great safe evening and we'll see you on the next show and um, and we'll part with these kind words from Mr. Rogers this is the Coast to Coast show with Amanda Love Andy Kimball, Cornette Butler have a good night folks day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? 
It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, the neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please, won't you be my neighbor? Thank you. 